What I'm trying to do actually right now is trying to concentrate on facilitation, be a facilitator for some workshop. And that's why Design Sprints really uh, seduce me uh, because the role of the facilitator is very important to, to bring the group to um, an optimal resource and uh, for the experience. You just heard from Benjamin Ritchie. He's a design sprint facilitator, UX builder, innovation booster from Lyon, France. He's also very versed in Lego serious play, and he's my special guest this week on the Dallas Design Sprints podcast. I actually had this interview with him about a month ago, and for one reason or another, I haven't had the chance to put it up online, but after seeing him at Jake Knapp's workshop in Paris, France, uh, I was quickly reminded that I needed to get this out the door, so... Uh, we had a good time talking about his perspective on design sprints, how they match him with Agile, uh, his work as an independent consultant, and also how design sprints and Lego Serious Play kind of match. We have a, even have a little surprise for you in that he speaks a little French in this one, which I am thrilled that he did. So have a listen. Hopefully you'll like it. And we'll talk to you on the other side. So Benjamin. Thank yes. you very much for coming on to the Dallas Design Sprints podcast. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Thank you very much, uh, Rob. No, no problem. You are a design sprint facilitator, a UX builder, an innovation booster. So you boost innovation. You're out in France in the Lyon area. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. that right. Lyon? Yes, okay. Lyon. That's it. And you've been an independent consultant now for just under four years. You... You're also doing some work in Lego Serious Play. So you have a wide variety of different disciplines and methods that you kind of bring to the table. I I wanted to talk to you about what design sprints mean in France specifically. Like how how do you manage sprints in Europe from your perspective? Design sprint in France in this year, 2019, is is a kind of, um, it becomes uh, really popular everybody try to to experiment their first sprints because there's a, a real exciting things about uh, trying to to shift to a, a piece of product in, in in a very short of time it's popular it's, it's it's a bit trendy as well and a lot of people running design sprints uh, without following the receipt i try to follow as well as i can the receipt from jack Knapp because i think there's there, we, we don't need to, to change the receipt. But following the receipt doesn't mean that you are a good cooker, a good chef. And uh, we have some very good chef in France. I try to be one of them <laughs> for design sprints, of course, but it's not easy to run a design sprint and the, the role of facilitator is really important. Now, in, in 2017, the book has been translated and at this point, uh, it became more and more important in France. Some people like me and others that tried very early, uh, we were early adopter uh, for design sprint method, talk a lot of this method in some articles in Medium, for instance, and uh, we made as well uh, a kind of uh, design sprint community to push the methods in some professional conference as well around UX design. And now a lot of people want to try it and uh, want to be trained on the method. But training is not really um, the good way to be a, 
a good facilitator. It's a, you have to experiment with someone more experimented, like uh, um, a Padawan with his Jedi. That's what I think. It's it's a better way to to raise your skills uh, to be able to run a sprint. From your standpoint, how important is facilitation? I remember our conversation earlier about facilitation being a key component to mm-hmm. either a successful design sprint or even when you're doing Lego serious play. Mm-hmm. From your perspective, how important is facilitation? Sometimes it's difficult to, to say why it's so important to have an external facilitator uh, in the group. But the first thing is we are supposed to be neutral. We are not supposed to, uh, to say what we think about these ideas or these other ideas. And we are here to guide a group to the objective. I really like the parallel with the Sherpa that uh, in, the, in the Everest that are coming. Um, they are leading, they are guiding their clients to the submit, but uh, there's no reward for them. Uh, they are just here to, to guide them in in the good way until the objective until the summit so i don't know if it's a good metaphor but to be a success the receipt of design sprints has to be conducted and guided by uh, someone that uh, has that is external from the company or from the the group because he's here just to let the team uh, trying their own solutions and trying to to decide the what are the very good ideas to be implemented in prototype from your standpoint, do you find it difficult to sell sprints to companies and to organizations as an external facilitator? Yes, exactly. Yes, that's it. Because selling a sprint is telling your customers or your client that in one week, they can get rid of risk, a lot of risk on a project. If they have a complicated project, for instance, turning from... Uh, products to service. Uh, they want to launch new services around technical products, but they have technical culture. Selling Sprint is saying in one week you will discover if uh, the kind of service you want to launch will work or not. They don't be- really believe that you can have this kind of answer in one week. The Sprint concentrates the efforts of the people on expressing an assumption, and in the fifth days you have the answer if your assumption. Uh, is validated or not. If the assumption that you made, and sometimes it's, it's a business assumption, can I make this kind of service even if I, I am a manufacturer of these kind of products? The company are waiting some, some big results from the design sprints, but uh, they don't really believe that five days will be enough to do this. It's not really easy to sell the sprint because these clients think that you can do a five-month project in five days. And that's not really the case. Uh, that's not magical. So the, the key point is that we are just exploring a little slice of a solution. We are not exploring the whole service or the whole product. And the other point why it's difficult to, to sell Sprint to a company or to clients is uh, it's not about money. That's, that's really interesting. It's not about money. It's about time. It's about how could I clean the agenda of seven people during one week? And now what I'm trying to do is to say, but it's possible to do that if we plan the sprint in three months, in five months, in six months. If you plan the sprint really before the date, 
uh, it's easy to clean the agenda because the agenda is not busy at this time. The main difficulty, I think, it's it's trying to to catch the people in the same time at the same moment and uh, to make the people really focused on this special week. It's not really about the money involved with it. It's just the the organization of logistics of getting everyone on the same calendar. Yes, exactly. That's what I think because I'm running a, a new sprint in one month. It's it's about industrial security, how we can manage security in industrial environments, in manufacture in manufacturers. It's a kind of one year pre-sales. It's one year that we are discussing with the clients and uh, the, the week has been postponed three times. But this, this time it's okay. Two months before, the agenda is, is really locked. The big challenge and difficulty in before, before sprints, the organization. Therefore, some, some people try to run some sprints in, in four days or three days. I think it could work, but I don't think that's the optimal experience. What are some of the unique qualities that you have that organizations and companies seek you out for? Well, that, that's a very difficult question. Um, at the beginning of Sprint, uh, I'm always asking to people to, to trust me. It's a tip that Jack Knapp has, has put in, this, in, this, in his book. And I was thinking this tip was kind of weird because at the beginning of the day, you don't know who is in, in, in the room and they don't know you and you ask people to, to trust them. And I think a kind of quality could be to make people at ease in, at the very beginning. So the, the, ten, the first quarter is critical, but I don't know how I do it, but I think um, people can trust me quicker uh, maybe than, than, than normally. Maybe I, I can inspire confidence as well in, in their capacity to run the sprint because trust is working in, in both sides. Uh, I have to trust them that they are able to run the sprint, but uh, they have to trust me that I will help them. And this, this trust is installed uh, very uh, early in the sprints. And uh, I think it's, it's very important. What kind of work are you really enjoying and what do you have oh, more of this year? What I'm really interested now is mixing product strategy with UX design and with innovation. In the past, I worked on, on some projects as a UX a user experience designer and, and sometimes you are really focused on the interface, on how you can design an interface. What I want to do is, is to, to make some products or some service that are uh, really useful for people, but that are also uh, good for business, for my company, for my customers. It's not only just pushing an interface uh, or digital products. I would like to have the approach of design very early uh, in, in the, the product development and at the real beginning, at the, what is our strategy and why this product, this kind of idea could be a, a, a real success and could be really useful for, for our people, uh, for our customers. Design Sprint can answer to these questions at the very beginning. When you have a big project and you don't know by which way uh, to choose to begin the projects, uh, uh, Sprint Zero is, could be a really good thing 
to align people on on one vision and on what could be a project or products. So what I try to do now is to concentrate myself in 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 this year in workshop facilitation, product strategy, and then trying to create a story for the user. And the user uh, is the the character of the story. Storytelling, storyboard, prototyping, and testing as quicker as possible and as often as possible. To achieve this, I tried just to have a role of facilitator. If you're speaking at the Google Design Sprint Conference in a year, what are you going to be standing on stage talking about? If I were, if I were speaking, if I was... If you were invited to the Google Design Sprint If I were, oh, wow. <laughs> what, would you, what would you love to talk about? I think I would love to talk about how designer mindset or design mindset can bring better business. You know, in France, I don't know in Europe as well, but I, I don't know in the US actually right now, but in France, a lot of companies are going in uh, agile transformation or are going in a cultural or digital transformation. What I would like to talk about is that design can change the way of people are working and if they work better with a designer uh, mindset they will be happier and the customer will be happier as well and uh, i think organizational transformation could be done by the eye of a designer it's not only about the methods it's about a mindset as well we talk a lot of empathy but i don't see really um when I, when I come to a customer and I say, okay, we have to go in the field uh, to do some research about uh, how your products are used if we want to improve your products. Most of the time, the answer is, uh, yeah, but we know what the customer wants. So I would like to change this way of thinking. You know that what the customer wants because you, have, you did a customer survey, but you didn't see the customer using the product you, you produce. If I had to make a conference for Google, just talking about how we can change the way of thinking and the business would be better if we adopt the eye of a designer. Is that clear? Yeah. No, I follow you. And the question is, but what is this mindset? <laughs> what is designer mindset? And so uh, if, if, if you explore design thinking, uh, it's, it's really have the eye of a, ch- of a child going to the field, going to see how the people and using products and with, with the eye of a child and just asking some candid questions uh, to understand why it is difficult or not to use, for example, an application or is it difficult to find uh, uh, your train in a rail station? There's a lot of people completely lost in the stations. This is, it could be so easy to improve uh, the experience, but companies uh, doesn't really uh, care about what what uh, what is happening on the field. It's interesting because that particular topic was one of the ones that came out of a lightning decision jam for the virtual design sprint conference. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. But, one of the challenges uh, was mm. about uh, developing countries and the intense urbanization and travel options people have. I agree with you that it, it has to be projecting out a particular challenge or a particular audience and really showcasing how the method can help those individuals with their particular problems. That's, that's great. That's fine. 
Which is interesting because you had remarked about the appropriate time to use a five-day sprint, a four-day sprint. Mm-hmm. Google just came out with a three-day version of the method. Mm-hmm. From your perspective, when is when is it appropriate to do one particular design sprint recipe over another? I don't really know, actually, because uh, I'm really loyal to the five-day design sprints. The last July in, in Switzerland, I was with Jack Knapp and I was with 17 people with Jack Knapp uh, running a workshop about uh, some tweaks of the five-day design sprints. And we talked about, there were a lot of question, questions about uh, the number, the idea, is it three days, four days, five days? And the question is that, what do you choose uh, and why did you choose, why you, you, you choose uh, three, four, or five days. Uh, at the moment, I only want to do five days because I noticed that we need to take the time. It's six hours of work a day. If you do eight hours a day because you want to compress the the sprint, people cannot be focused on on eight hours on what they are doing. So six hours is a lot. I try different configuration. I try to to stretch some some phase. I try to cut some stuff. I try to do the first three days in two days only. I found out that the five day was the perfect timing because uh, it's necessary to take some time. Uh, for instance, in the third day, when you just put on the wall the, all the sketches of of really good solutions, and you have to decide. And this vote needs times. You cannot say to people, okay, take your dots and you have 10 minutes to, to, do, to do your best choice. You have to run this like an hour or an hour and a half or two hours. People have to take some time because it's a really important uh, moment where you decide what kind of slice of the cake you want to, uh, to transform prototype. I don't say that four days or three days are bad ideas. But if you look at the agency AG Smart in Berlin, they are close to Jake Knapp as well. They exchange a lot with him. They are the first that they talk about the Design Spring 2.0 in four days. But if you look exactly at what they are doing, uh, they are preparing before the beginning of the week. They are preparing a lot. So the day one is a kind of day zero, but it's prepared only with the deciders or stakeholders uh, not with the whole team. So I think it's five days, but only four with the whole team. That's that's it. So you're saying they shift some of the Monday activities? Yes, I think so. Previous. I think so. I can't be really sure because uh, I didn't try their formula. I don't want to say that three or four days, it's not a good idea. I ran not a huge amount of sprint. Uh, I, I run like uh, 15, 15 sprints. It's not, it's not really a, a, a huge number of sprints in, 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 three, in three years. I really tried to, to tweak some stuff, to add some stuff, to add some techniques, to cut some stuff. And I discovered that finally the receipt was perfect, uh, but you have to pick the good ingredients, uh, a really good sprint team. So the choice of the people are important. Um, a good facilitator, but a really you have to pick first a really good challenge. And sometimes people running sprints for wrong reasons. They say we want to optimize our website. You have to choose a, a really big challenge for the company and a business challenge. 
if it's only trying to optimize our website, but what the website is just describing the company, what we are doing and some customer case, you don't need a design sprint. It's, you don't need that. You need a good designer or you get a good UX or you good UI designer to do that. Maybe I can tell a story about a sprint I made with a company that are managing restaurants in France, in Lyon. Uh, it's, they are managing eight restaurants. It's gastronomic restaurants from Paul Bocuse. Uh, I don't know if you, you know this, this really, really famous chief. We made a sprint with the top direction team to be able to find a solution for their back office a tool, a software tool to manage when they order some stuff to make the receipts. Uh, I don't know if I'm really clear with that, Rob. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, if you uh, want to, you can you can tell me the story in French. Okay. Opportunity so it will be the exotic. The yes. Exotic no, 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 no. Go ahead and tell the entire story in, in French and I'll be fine. Okay. So uh, I wanted to, about, yeah, to talk about Paul Bocuse. Paul Bocuse. Maintenant, je vais le faire en français parce que j'ai du mal à expliquer le sprint, en fait, pourquoi on a fait ce sprint. Et en fait, euh, la société Bocuse, elle a plusieurs restaurants. Elle a des restaurants gastronomiques très haut de gamme, des restaurants étoilés avec des grands chefs. Et euh, on a fait un sprint chez eux qui était assez atypique. On a fait un sprint dans un restaurant, dans, dans le, donc pas dans la salle de restaurant, mais dans le, dans le, au premier étage. Et euh, l'idée, c'était de trouver une solution pour leur back-office. Donc, c'est un sprint sur du software. C'était un sprint sur du logiciel. Leur problème, c'était euh, au départ, le challenge, il faut prendre un très gros challenge. Et pour eux, le challenge, c'est de dire, est-ce que, euh, euh, comment, euh, comment euh, on pourrait choisir le logiciel qui nous permettrait de gérer nos fournisseurs et nos produits euh, pour calculer nos prix de recettes Et à la fin du premier jour, on a explosé le challenge, comme on fait souvent en design sprint, c'est on re-questionne le challenge. Et à la fin du premier jour, euh, le, le goal sprint, donc le, le, la question de sprint qui est ressortie, la problématique, c'est comment on, pourrait, on peut fiabiliser le reporting qui nous permet de calculer la marge sur nos recettes. Ils sont aperçus qu'en fait, le vrai problème, c'était que les chiffres n'étaient pas fiables pour calculer les marges de recettes. Donc, il y avait un vrai problème de, de pricing euh, au niveau des fournisseurs, au niveau de la réception des produits. Et euh, donc, c'était vraiment intéressant parce qu'au départ, euh, l'idée, c'était de dire comment on peut fabriquer, le, le, de prototyper l'outil qui permettrait de gérer les commandes fournisseurs. Et on est arrivé, en fait, sur la première journée à dire, mais en fait, comment on peut avoir des données fiables Et donc, le prototype, c'était un prototype, finalement, qui était de dessiner des nouveaux tableaux de bord avec euh, des flux aussi d'intégration des différentes données des différents systèmes. Is that okay for you, Rob? Now it, it sounds good in French. That, that, that was beautiful. I, uh, Benjamin, that was exquisite. I, I'm very glad you did it that way. That so, was so so much easy for me because <laughs> well, it was about I, the goods, the supply chain, the 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 way you choose. Uh, yeah, the challenge what they wanted to choose a software to. Um, the, the good software to to order the goods and to calculate the price and the gross margin for the receipt. And after the end of the first day, the challenge has explodes. Like uh, it's it's really often that you challenge the challenge. And the so the problem statement where how we can catch some reliable and relevant data to calculate the gross margin for the receipt and the prototype 
was finally some uh, business intelligence, some reports. Hmm. That's it. Oh, that was perfect. Uh, I guess one the last question I have, and then you can I'll give you the option of mixing both English and French if you get stuck. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what is the difference between Lego Serious Play and the Design Sprint methodology? Okay, um, uh, maybe I have to explain a bit what is Lego Serious Play. I was trained uh, two years ago now. Lego Serious Play is a method that helps people to answer a very tough question like, for instance, if you say to someone, okay, you have five minutes to tell me what is your vision of leadership? It's a very tough question. And to answer a tough question like this, it's not mandatory to talk to answer questions. You can build some metaphor and some stories with Lego bricks. That's the point in the Lego service method is to answer, to solve problems individually and in groups by building solutions that are expressing what you think, what your feelings, and um, building solutions expressing by metaphor. In design sprints, we build solutions as well. We are not using metaphor. The process could be quite the same. There are some uh, phases are the people are working alone, the, the, the famous work alone together. They are in the same place but they are, for example, sketching solutions alone. Uh, in Lego Service Play, they answer a question alone during like seven minutes, for example. Uh, they are exposing their little model of bricks to the others and telling the stories. And uh, if you, in design sprints, you also tell a story about the sketch that other people has made. Uh, the, the, there's a trick on the design sprint. So when you make you, you are dis, um, making a storyboard or a sketch, uh, you're not presenting your own sketch to the others. It's you pick someone in the group that presenting a sketch uh, that he didn't draw. And in Lego Service Play, you're presenting your own answer that you build that you build in in bricks. So that, that's a kind of parallel between two individual phases individual moment and group moment. And at the end of Lego Service Play Workshop, uh, you build uh, a shared model, but what Robert Rasmussen called a shared model. So you pick some individual ideas, the best one for you, and you put it together with other people, you share it, and you try to make a common story, um, the story of different people. So. That's the group that answer to the question, for instance, that what is your vision of leadership or uh, what are um, our strategy in this company or what is the team spirit in, in this particular team. We can make some parallel between two and the role of the facilitator is very important in design sprint and legal service play. A good facilitation is when people at the end of the sprint or at the end of the work Lego workshop say, oh yeah, you were, you were a good facilitator, but uh, maybe we didn't need you. And where people say that, uh, it means that you were very good at what you did because they are the feelings that everything was so, so seamless that they, they don't really need you. <laughs> Do you think that you could use Lego serious play during the Tuesday activity, the sketch day, but in, for sketch day, historically, it's been for digital products and building out and sketching mm -hmm. interfaces. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. or physical devices or physical like 3D creation mm-hmm. that are meant mm-hmm. to address the potential solution mm-hmm. could instead of using pen and paper mm-hmm. fire up some Lego serious play and have people explore different solutions mm-hmm. based on a physical model than a digital one. Okay. Uh, very good question. The answer is yes, you can use bricks, Lego bricks, but no, it's not Lego service play. On Thursday, you are building a prototype. So if you are prototyping a, a space, for example, hospital, um, library, you are prototyping real things. You are prototyping uh, a space, chairs, tables, uh, people that are moving in, in this space. So um, I really often use bricks to prototype physical products or physical experience. But it's not really Lego series play because in, in the LSP, you are building a metaphor. I really think that you can combine the two much more on the first, on the first day. The first day when you try the team to, you push the team to, what are the sprint questions? What kind of question we want to answer? What is important? What is our goal? What we want to achieve? What are your, what is the objective uh, around the sprint? And what is the, your vision? And to express that, sometimes it's very difficult to that people answer to these questions. So I think the Lego sales place more could fit really well in the f- day one, but you can use also bricks as prototyping artifacts in the day four. I always wondered about that. It seemed like there was some crossover if it made sense to do so. But in your answer, it's... Uh... It certainly gives some thought around how that could be done. Yeah, I should try it. I should experiment it because I, I, I didn't mix the two things right uh, at the moment. Right now, I, I didn't really make this possible. But uh, I know that some people are doing this in, in Italy and in, in Belgium. I have to get in touch with them uh, to know uh, uh, what are their feedback about this, what, what is really working and not really working but I should try myself. It would be an interesting conversation to have with Fabrizio as well, who we both know. Yes, exactly. He's a powerhouse when it comes to not only Lego serious play, but just being at the forefront of a lot of experimentation and discussion around the methodology of design sprints and where that's going. So the two of you somehow getting together for 30 minutes online and just discussing this. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, we, I have to take some time to do this, for sure. Yeah, I agree. So if people want to find out more about you and what you do, uh, where would you guide them? I'm really trying to talk a lot about what I'm doing, mainly workshops in LinkedIn, in the LinkedIn social network. So they can find me in LinkedIn and uh, just to have a look at some recent posts. You have some presentations also on your LinkedIn profile where it shows you in action uh, going through a workshop and uh, oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah uh, th- there's some some conference that has been uh, uh capturing video as well what i like is to take some techniques of method for instance i learned a lot about how to get rid of risk on a product so i read the book lean ux from jeff got health and uh it's really software oriented I try his method in, in for something else than software from products, physical products or for services. And uh, I really like to experiment and to take some pieces, to make some pieces. 
I'm not doing this with the design sprint because I think the receipt is really fine. The recipe, the recipe is really fine, and uh, you don't need to change some stuff. But actually, normally I try to take some lean startup things. For example, lean UX, UX design, uh, value proposition design. I try to mix some stuff and um, to build some some really unique uh, workshop from to solve a problem of a specific company in a specific industry. Each time I experiment some stuff, I post some, I, I post on LinkedIn and um, I try to talk and to make the, these feedbacks, a lot of feedbacks in conference. And sometimes some people accept me as a speaker. I'm pretty proud to just to, to make a lot of feedback experience. I try this, some stuff worked, some others failed. And just explaining and helping people to uh, to to make their own experience as well, because I don't think that you can apply just a method that works in every industry for every problem for any for any people. You have to mix and change and to adapt. I'm not running a many 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 design sprint. I think that's insane. For instance, to to run one sprint every week because after four weeks you're you're really you're really dead yeah, uh, but, saying, you've expired <laughs> you're, you're laying under yeah. your desk and not moving much yeah every two or three months it's okay for me but i don't push design sprints all the time i want that i'm using this method as a tool uh, to sometimes accelerate the project sometimes get rid of risk of something on the project sometimes to test a new idea. I share this mostly on LinkedIn. I have a website as well, but I'm not very proud of of this website, but you can use it. It's called (laughs) usermood.net. You can just check this. And it's it's, it's in French, so if you try. um, I'll put it up on my Instagram so everyone can see it. Okay, (laughs) thank you. I'm very proud of the name User Mood because uh, it's it's. Uh, I wanted to focus on, on on users and okay, design is is you can you can be super proud of what you're doing when you design something, but you design something to someone. Recently, I made a, a, a research on on what is the design. What how can I define this for the students? I can explain the design. And uh, I find a definition somewhere that is saying in English, this design is designing something for someone. There's an intention. So I really like this, this sentence. Okay, Benjamin, I yeah. appreciate your time. I, had a good, I really enjoyed listening to you. Uh, never. Yeah, me time. too. Me too. You, you're a really good host. You, you <laughs> make people feel at ease. I really thank you for this. Not a problem. And uh, do, I do encourage you to speak more in your native language. I, I wish <laughs> more. Uh, English is certainly a, a, a bonding language, but I think if you recorded yourself talking about your perspectives on design sprints in the future and where it's going, it would be a really interesting listen. Okay. Thanks a lot for everything and uh, hope the, the audience will enjoy this conversation. I'm sure they will. Au revoir, Benjamin. I talk to you oh. later. Ok, thanks a lot. Uh, merci, à très vite. Peut-être, j'espère. En tout cas, j'espère venir à Dallas. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to the Dallas Design Sprints podcast. If you have a question or a comment, feel free to leave those at robert at dallasdesignsprints.com. You can also find us online at Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, 
and even Facebook. We're doing a writing challenge all this week. You can check out the details at dallasdesignsprints.com slash writing challenge for all the details and how you can join and have a lot of fun with us. Take care. See you next time.